1: Hello and welcome to the second Talking Comics end-of-year celebration. December 21st is the date and you're listening to episode number 577. My name is Steve Say and I'll be your host this year and joining me for the continuation of this exciting event are my best friends in comics, Bob Reier.
2: We're back.
1: Joey Braccino is here. It's break time for me, baby. I went last week. (laughs) Aaron Amos is in the house. Why do you keep putting that qualifier on there, best friends
3: in comics? (laughs)
4: i know i I heard that too
3: i thought it was nice
1: shade
4: but not not in life (laughs) not in real life don't
1: limit me (laughs) john burkle (laughs) they're
0: just giving you crap i understand completely we are your best friends in life and comics somebody gets
1: me chris Carey is also here
4: so I think we were wrong. Damian Wayne's karaoke Taylor Swift song is definitely Look What You Made Me Do, because he loves to sing the line, I Come Back From the Dead, I do it all the time.
3: Can is I make an one announcement?
5: One has... which, which song is that one? Never Ooh, mind.
4: Look What You Made Me Do.
3: I'm making an announcement. For 2023, I'm reading only Guardians of the Galaxy books.
5: Oh my God. <laughs> you that was spit-take. Episode
4: Stitch. two
1: sit take. <laughs> Robin Aaron, Kelly,
4: Aaron and I are not friends in California. <laughs> <huh>?
1: <an laughs> <laughs> Robin Kelly say is also here. Hello.
6: Hi, you can tell from the uh, barking laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we're taking a different approach to our annual awards format by making this year's presentation a comics jubilee of sorts, not a competition. For the second part of our celebration, featured members of the Talking Comics podcast will give presentations about comics they love throughout the year with categories of their choosing. After the presentations, we'll discuss the titles mentioned and reveal our picks for a handful of shared topics. Because variety is the spice of life, topics this year can range from comics to video games, movies, music, and more. These shows are our way of recognizing greatness across a spectrum of mediums, and we hope that you enjoy the new format. Let us know. Before the show, I used a single die to determine the order of our presentations, which means that Bob Ryer is our next presenter whenever you are ready, sir.
2: I thought you were going to say next victim, but here we go. (laughs) I... We all have our own categories, and we're all trying to do some different things. But some of the same things that have come up. But here, I'm going to start with this: things I'm happiest about this year. Some great returns in comics. Saga certainly after a long hiatus, but a number of characters who, for me, they had the reset button hit and came back to to model. So love that there's a She-Hulk and a Poison Ivy, Catwoman, JSA. Even Miss Fury managed to make a comeback after years of being in dynamite developmental hell. So good about all those returns. Sad about things? No, no, not at all. Into adaptations. That's TV and film and such. And of course, Joey beat me to it. Uh, The Ryan North written Unbeatable Squirrel Girl radio show is hysterical. They even have a. they had a phone-in number you could call into the show. Of course, it didn't really work, but you, you, you can get a recording. And it's Mala Weintraub. It's the squirrel girl we would have gotten if we had ever gotten to see that live action pilot. And it's it's just lovely. She's also in the cartoons. So we'll go from radar to television. The Marvel stuff was just amazing. She hulk Ms. Marvel, Hawkeye, which finished up earlier this year. Paper girls that Joy mentioned is a huge fan of. And the Harley Quinn animated series. I have to thank Jess for introducing me to this, but it is bonkers and continues to be. When the first, the first shots of the first episode are this ultra-violent, profane silliness, <laughs> and then you end up into the, the Harl Ivy stuff. The arc of three seasons has just been spectacular, and I can hope there's more under this new regime. Uh, we, uh, i'm trying to be nice steve it's the end of the year i
1: love the word
2: that you chose instead of
1: leadership regime
2: we might need a regime change i'm just saying we got to get george w and i've done this um what? oh oh wow nope <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry i promised I to be nice
0: and there, second, and there second, I went everybody
2: um <laughs> uh, for the movies, two really struck me a lot. Honestly, Thor, Love and Thunder. Joey and I professed our love for that one. And just so emotional across the board. And speaking of emotion, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. The first 20 minutes, you're, you're, you're just bawling. It's just amazing <laughs> yeah. that all those characters, all the supporting characters had their moments got to really shine in, in this wonderful ensemble cast, introducing Namor, one of my faves from all from time. Loved it. And I, I think my favorite movie of the year though is of course Morbius. Because it has to be <laughs> <laughs> nothing Boom. Boom, I, I only brought it up because in going through my paperwork for the year I just found my ticket stub for Sunday, April 3rd of last
5: year, of this year. Yes.
2: And, by, uh, and now here's here's where I can say it was one of my favorite movies of the year. It only cost me $5 to waste two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can
4: waste two hours for free. I'm just
2: saying. <laughs> that too. Be- I, <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't speak to that, but the idea that <laughs> we have a world where people could troll a movie about wanting to see it again <laughs> and a studio bought it and put it back out. It to, really to, and, and five people paid money to go see it a second time.
4: Oh, it's so funny.
2: <laughs> You gotta love that. Um, I have, I have a favorite cover of the year. We used to do things like this, and Steve, you're especially going to love this. It's the Guri Hero team Ooh. who did a variant for Captain Marvel 42, which is Carol flying through the air, holding Chewy tentacles out, giant mouth and everything, holding Jeff the land Shark.
6: Yes. What?
2: I love yes. that
6: one. I saw it. <laughs>
2: I saw that in the store. I went, I need to own this. And it was only cover price. It wasn't so bad. So that was my favorite cover of the year. I'm going to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole. We, we talk a lot oh of creators God. for a lot of, lot of reasons. And here's the thing. Letterists, we very rarely mention letters except to blow past their name. And of course, you know Clayton Cowles is at the top of that list and some of the other people we mentioned. He's my I favorite. need to put a special <laughs> shout out to Becca Carey for Batgirls all the various fonts and colors and oddball things going on really made it a lot of fun to read. And as well, for mm-hmm. poison Ivy, same idea. Yes. It's part of the artwork. It's part of the story. It's part of the characterization. And it's not just word balloons. It's something really going on. And on both those books as well, I want to speak about the colorist because Ari Prianto on poison Ivy and Rico Renzi, on Batgirls, on Batgirls, we've had a change of art. But Rico Renzi is that unifying force that keeps it all just motoring on. Love what what goes on there. And there's always Jordi Belair, who's, well, she's mm. Jordi Belair. Now I'm going to go down the a, a giant list of stuff. <laughs> I want to do that second rather than first, so I got these other things in because I don't want the alarm bell to go off on me. So here we go. <laughs> In alphabetical order, because I have no other way to do such things, the books that, that meant something to me this year that really made going to the store and seeing it on the shelf something special will start with Adventure Man. Matt Fraction, The Dotsons, Clayton Cowles. Retro vibe. Uh, it's the it's the Doc Savage of now in a certain way, and he's her dad, I'm, I'm thinking, or some version of it. The back matter is incredible when you get to read that. But it is looking backwards, but you also have a, a lead character who's adventure mom or adventure ma'am, depending on uh, what her son has to say on any given day. And Claire is differently able. She's hearing impaired. She has stuff going on in her life. Uh, but it's all about family. Just a wonderful book that can't I can't say enough about. And I wish more people were on it. Everyone I introduce it to is thrilled. Maybe from this we'll get somewhere. Batgirls, we've spoken about a lot already Becky Kloon and Michael Conrad, Jorge Corona, now Robbie Rodriguez, um, the, the aforementioned Rico Renzi, Becky Carey. One of my favorite books of, of this year and a lot of other years from DC. Love that going back to that vibe we had with Gotham Academy mm. from back in the day. And we now have some guest stars, just saying. We I would have forgotten about this, except I looked at my list. Black Widow was still coming out this year by Kelly Thompson and Elena Casagrande.
1: Whoa, really? Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. We had a couple of issues at the beginning of the year and it ended beautifully, just stunning work. Again, another great work by Miss Thompson, who we've kind of lost to just Captain Marvel and Substack for now. We'll see what happens. Speaking of Captain Marvel, I do want to point out that we talk about continued excellence. Her run on Captain Marvel has been second only to Kelly Sue Just a lot of great stuff going on. Lots of great character work old characters, new, all showing up. Catwoman Lonely City, Cliff Chang. Uh, I, I know, Joey, you love Batman Catwoman, reading it together. Do yourself a favor, pick up Catwoman Lonely City if it's on that app and read it together. It is amazing what Cliff Chang can do as a writer as well as an artist. He gives us these characters set in the future in a way that seems of a cloth with everything that's come before. Just wonderful stuff. Defenders Beyond, Al Ewing, Javier Rodriguez, Galactus's mom, the house of ideas. (laughs) Insane. This book is insane. I have tried to read it three times. I still am not entirely sure what's going on, except I loved every minute. And each time you read it, you get something else out of it. And isn't that, we talk about in movies, repeat viewability. There's repeat readability in Defenders Beyond. Fantastic Four, full circle, Alex Ross, uh, art, script, colors, some Josh Johnson, Arian Merritt letters, different sort of Alex Ross. He's channeling late 60s Jack Kirby, milling with his own stuff, but with these day-glow blacklight poster colors, uh, a story set in the classic era, brilliant stuff. Not as easy to come by as you'd like, but pick yourself up a copy if you're an FF fan. I did mention Harley Quinn, the animated series, T. Franklin, Max Sarin early on, Shea Beagle now. If you're watching the cartoon, you need to read the book because Eat Bang Kiltor picks up after season two. This picks up after season three, The Legion of Bats. You Need more Harley? This is where it is. Joey, you mentioned Love Everlasting, Tom King, Elsa Chartier. I picked it up for her artwork, as I will anything else she does, which has included Star Wars books that I know nothing about, but I just love looking at them. <laughs> this This book reminds me how much I love Tom King i grown apart. We, we'd grown <laughs> apart. You know, it, it happens. You've but heard this, it here, folks. <laughs> this, this brought me back. This absolutely brought me back. Poison Ivy have spoken volumes about, uh, certainly, uh, favorite DC book right now, I'm thinking. Saga. Had to wait three years to get it back, but holy mackerel, it's everything it was. After all the heartbreak, we get something new for Alana. A new little family she creates, sort of. We'll see where it all goes. Was it March? I think we're, we're coming back with that. Uh, everyone's talked about She Hulk so far. Rainbow Roll. Hearing her talk about these characters you've seen in an interview, she takes on books that she really loves these characters and thinks she can bring something to the table from that passion. And it's here on every page of She Hulk. The last couple of years have been pretty tough for a character I love. Hmm. Turned into a brute, uh, learns how to bake cakes. Whatever's going on in that other book, I'm thrilled that this this book is getting some attention too because of the wonderful television show. So love that John Allison Steeple. His artwork is so much different now than when he started Bad Machinery. But this latest volume, yeah, Billy and, and and Maggie and some folks from back in the Bad Machinery and Scary Go Round days as well. Great little mystery. Fun thing, as he described to us when he was on uh, just at the end of Giant Days. Not the replacement for Giant Days, but a, a worthy substitute on its own. Steve, you mentioned Strange. Jed McKay, Walter yes. Ferreira. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Doctor Strange book coming in March. Clea okay. is still part of it, and it's still Jed McKay. Oh, okay. So we'll get to see tons and tons of Clea. Uh, Gail Simon Phil Noto's variants just ended this last week. In a very, very satisfying way, it. What I miss, Gail Simone. I, I just have to say, seeing yeah. her work every every month on some book or another for whatever these company, whatever company it was, including Dynamite and her Red Sonia Clean Room. Oh God! I just, love just camera. love having Gail back. And I will finish up with Wonder Woman: History of the Amazons. The second volume with Gene Ha took things in a slightly different direction. It's got to be awfully tough to follow Phil Jimenez and what he did on volume one. But Gene Ha, who's worked for both companies and done really great work, did something here beyond what he had done before and anything I'd ever seen. It's it's from the story. It's the collaboration. Whatever happens, something magical happened here. It's a darker story, a little mysterious, wonderfully well done. We've got another volume coming, depending on what day we release this podcast, very, very shortly. And that one's by Nicholas Scott. So that is it for me, and I am at thirteen minutes.
4: I yes. How You do it
2: well. Played, How you do it.
4: I am so impressed. I am
2: I'm,
3: I'm redlining my list here. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: song. am not. I'm like, okay, he is yielding his time to us, Broadway. we oh, got more? Yeah, we've got <laughs> stuff. <for it. laughs>
1: Bob, I absolutely love your comeback category. I'm kind of mad that I didn't think of it. (laughs) That
4: was a really good idea. Yeah. I liked
1: that a lot. Mentioned a lot of. Oh, go ahead.
5: Well, no, I was just going to say, just the the whole idea of like, you know, She Hulk's return, I think between the series and Rainbow Rowell's book as well. um, As I said last time, you know, I I spent a lot of time when the the show was coming out going back to Slots Run. And, Bob, I didn't get it when. You were like, hmm, this when she was in her like Hulk book, you mm-hmm. know, after Civil War II, you were like, ah, it's not really what I want from this character. I didn't really understand it until I went back and I read the version that, that you were really connecting to. Um, so I, I think it was really wonderful seeing the return to that style of She Hulk, which again lined up so perfectly with what was happening yeah. in the show. But I, not I to take understand. it away, I le- I really enjoyed Tamaki and Nico Leon's run, um, but I I understand now what you mean by this idea of like a return to that style of She-Hulk.
2: It's that was those the the slot run the David run, and if you want to go back further, eventually Dave Byrne. even if only the first eight that John Byrne, Byrne did.
1: David, Burn. David <laughs> Byrne. Very different.
2: Yeah. David yeah. Byrne, Byrne She-Hulk. no John Byrne She-Hulk. We could have a David Byrne hulk I could be in a big white suit she could wear. Got
1: it. <laughs> Same as it ever was. Same as, yeah, it ever, exactly. as it ever was. So, Bob, would you like some great news? Sure. Okay. Uh, We don't have a news section for these shows, but we do now. This was printed on December 9th, 2022. Have you heard of Black Cloak yet? No. Okay. From acclaimed writer Kelly Thompson and artist Meredith McLaren, who did Hinges that I talked about probably eight or nine years ago on this show. Uh, She also has a tremendous Instagram account where she draws herself out in the real world catching pokemon and it's amazing uh comes a sci-fi fantasy political thriller murder mystery so with cool. black cloak number one featuring letters by becca Carey, who you just mentioned uh this genre blend is riddled with lore and excellent characterizations all brought together by a unique visual aesthetic uh, for readers who like their D and D campaigns splashed with saga and far sector in the mix. Oh, wow.
4: My God. Yeah. Sign
1: me up. Now, right. Right. No, was no. this a Substack, no sub-stack
3: book? Don't, don't, what? don't, don't, don't. Don't invoke <laughs> the name. Don't invoke the name if you're not going to do it justice. That's all no. I'm saying. So I'm going to be it far sector. Which, yes, which, I'm okay. going to be going to be standing there waiting with. Eyes perched to go sideways. <laughs> Arms crossed, <Yeah>. tapping. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, I mean, <laughs> drop, dropping so Saga weird. and Far Sector in this Ball. little review here Ball. is... um That is ballsy. Wait, where, where's it coming from? Yeah. This is come, coming from monkeysfightingrobots.com. All right. Oh, not yes. inspiring. All
4: right. Very, very uh, important.
1: News.
5: <laughs> say it. They're the cutting they edge of news. Okay. I meant, I meant, who is publishing it? Not where's the
1: news coming <laughs> from? <laughs> it's coming from Image Comics. Right.
2: Okay, that's. Yeah, that I, yeah. I'm not sure. But I, again, I thought this was a book she was doing for Substack, and is it, now going to see print, which is great. Yeah,
0: honestly, <laughs> like domain, I think.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of
1: creators had a lot of things planned for Substack <laughs> to <laughs> get picked up elsewhere. I love the cover for the, anyway, um, Um, that's coming out. So we can look forward to that and having uh, Kelly Thompson on another book, as well as Meredith McLaren, who I, I've Um, loved for years. Catwoman
5: Lonely City is on my must read list. I, it's yes, absolutely. Bob, you were right to point
2: that out. (laughs) And Again, in that oversized black label format, his art really sings. Yes.
1: I'm glad that people are bringing up Saga again and again. I knew that I didn't have to put it on my list because it would show up anyway, but everybody's doing it such justice. It is so awesome to have that series back. It was so worth the wait, and it feels elevated like it never has before. I can't wait for it to come back, and I think I'm going to cry all over again when it's over. Aww.
2: Yeah, We have another 50 issues right <laughs> I think so.
1: It's they said another 54 um for the second for the back half I suppose.
2: Yeah. Uh it's just going to take 54 years for it to come out.
6: That is a true story. <laughs>
2: which 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 will finish first? Saga or chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Oh.
1: Should put that up on uh on one of like a poll on Twitter or hive or something.
2: Or Doomsday Clock. Did that finish yet? Oh damn. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> bob uh, <laughs> It'll
0: come waited, up again. Go ahead, John. I waited 30 years for Miracle Man to come back. There's always hope, there no Bob. There
5: you go. I was to go.
4: say, you might even get that final Game of Thrones book one of these days.
5: That's Wait, not happening. We all t- know that. Talking about something that happened in 2022, never forget when Cullen Bum was like, here's this new book I made. It's the first of seven <sighs> volumes, right. six issues each. It's like, I'm sorry. No, it's not Cullen Bum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Good luck um, to you. I also I also really want to make sure I missed it because I couldn't get a copy of it. I missed the third volume of Steeple, so I'm glad that you brought it up again. Oh, um, it's,
2: it's great little mystery. It's it's a pretty thick one too. Mm-hmm. Good dense storytelling, and, and again, Allison, Damn. we're used to having seen Lisa Tremaine and Max Sarin on on Giant Days for all these years, but Allison, when he began the, the smallest strip format, it was it, simple which doesn't mean it was easy to do, but it was very simple. His his work is much different here. It's of, it's of the same character, but it is really evolved into something quite different and yet the same. You'll love it. Awesome.
1: Uh, and Bob, I want to mention, I'm glad that you brought up Poison Ivy. Uh, yeah. That book is so hauntingly beautiful. I love Pamela in that book. The art is absolutely just gorgeous and i'm sure it'll come up again later but like you said so many characters returning to form this year under some really really amazing writers and artists um and everybody involved with their books and it's just been so nice seeing people come back on model um again so Uh, anybody else got any thoughts for bob
6: i'm with you on missing gail simone books i Mm -hmm. i love her writing
3: yeah i think the last one we'd seen before this one was wasn't with like um it was a couple years ago it was what was that with yeah no um lion forge thank you lion Forge. yeah seven oh, days yes. so, yeah yes. seven days yes. yeah which was amazing yeah so yeah. All did about she that. do
1: anything else this year besides the variants no. I not that I know she, of. Tro-
4: she trolled a lot of people on Twitter. That's which true. is <laughs> she always did that. amazing very, good at that. very important to me. Do enjoy that, yeah.
1: She gets there though. She trends left and right mm-hmm. throughout I the will year. I'll never
4: forget when she like said that um, Cyclops's fire beam eyes. <laughs> 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 the fury, the fury oh. that she caused. I love
6: her so much. <laughs> she is glorious.
1: There are people that still don't get the joke.
6: Yeah, I know. It
1: is amazing.
4: Baffling it makes it so funny.
2: Yes. <laughs> Clueless uh, fanboys. What are you yep, what are you man. yelling about? Stop. Stop. Just stop. She's got you by the nose and she's dragging you around She's got places. you by
4: something. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> I was trying to be nice.
4: The uh, nose <laughs> of <laughs> the genitals. Anyway. <laughs>
1: All right. I think that plenty that of note? of Bob's books are going to come up later when we do our uh, group topics and whatnot. But if nobody has anything else, I think we're going to move on to the next presentations. Yes. Oral. Ooh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take
2: it. Take it away.
4: Taking it Welcome over. to Thirsty on Tunes section of. The- <laughs> <laughs> Brownman and I decided to go together because we share one brain, and it's also morning, so we're probably just sharing the one brain cell. To be totally honest,
6: mm-hmm. it is uh, under caffeinated and full of chaos.
4: So assume that while one of us might say one thing and one must say the other, we mean we all mean both. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so a thousand percent seconded. So we decided to start with the deeply, I think, personal to all of you category. We are giving an award for comic book character with Talking Comic Host Energy.
6: And we have two editions. Oh no. A general edition and a BatFam edition.
4: Yes, we do. Do you want to nice. start us off, Bronwyn?
6: I do. Um, let's start with the general edition and I'll leave the BatFam for you. Thank you. All right. So for the general edition, Steve... My love, my heart. Um, oh no. Yes. You are very clearly embodied by the goth twink of <laughs> <laughs> the Prince of Southland. Southland. Jensen. Jensen.
4: <laughs> it's really true.
1: I'm looking this up. <laughs>
4: so go back and listen to our episode in Prince of Southland. We like all three of us paused to briefly talk about how Steve that character is.
1: Yeah. Oh, I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. He has better hair than I do now, but
6: I mean to be I, fair, I, he has better hair than everyone. Everyone. His everyone hair is pretty ever. spectacular. Yeah. Uh Bob. Yes. You embody the energy of five. The doctor, not the child. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I see you as the gentlemanly, you know, the suit with a little piece of celery to, you know, prevent the time travel sickness.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. I like it.
6: Right? Joey.
5: Oh, God.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I have to say that this one was my pick and I'm so sorry.
6: (laughs) Full Johnny Storm, Chris Evans Styles.
4: Chris Evans specifically Johnny Storm from the movie. (laughs) That's how you walk into every show. Oh, yes. You're not
5: wrong. You're
6: not wrong. I know. (laughs) John?
0: Yes? Roll
6: up your sleeves for this one. (laughs) Because you, my friend, are Hot Pumpkin Daddy. You are
4: Hot Pumpkin Daddy. (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) Sleeves rolled up and all.
1: Oh, my God.
6: Love it. Aaron. we love you.
4: We love you so much.
6: We love you so much. (laughs) And I got to tell you, we landed, before we came to our final decision on this. Oh, yeah. You've got to tell (laughs) him. We landed on Sailor Moon villain, Malachite. But then we immediately felt that Murder Baby was a better fit. So you are five, the From kid, not tabby. the doctor.
4: <laughs> we did. We did have a long discussion about how you come into the show with Sailor Moon villain energy in the best way. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> so
3: I'm going to have to noodle on that one for a while and figure <laughs> out exactly. <where> that... <laughs> it's a
6: There's just uh, Sailor Moon villains are the best characters. I mean, let's just say. That's noodle on the fact that you immediately said you were going to read only Guardians of the Galaxy the (laughs) next year. Sounds like a
4: Sailor Moon villain, if ever I've heard one. But if you're not mad yet, just wait till you get to my version of this list.
6: (laughs) So Chris is Biddy from Check Please.
4: Oh, Oh, totally. I know it's thousand percent.
1: Oh my god, yes.
4: (laughs) Broadwin threatened to come and unplug my stove, so that was a that was a real moment.
6: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And no one's going to get this but Chris, but I am Robin from Ghost Lights. And you are. And you are. You really are. So.
4: So we also then went down a whole rabbit hole of uh, Bat Family version of this list. Um, So who are each of us if we were in the Bat Family? Mm -hmm. Starting out with the, the patriarch of the family, obviously, John is Alfred,
1: Oh, of course
4: uh, you, are, you are you are the goat John you are, you are our Alfred uh, there was literally a moment where the words from both Bronwyn and I's mouth was how can we put John in the bat family he's too well adjusted and then we remembered <laughs> Alfred yep. oh. we didn't say that about any of the rest
6: of you so sorry our, yeah. ourselves, ourselves included, included.
4: Okay. so Obviously, Bronwyn, with that fabulous badonk of hers, is Nightwing. Obviously. <laughs> a little a little bit himbo, a yeah. lot of bit fun. Yeah.
6: yeah. Nightwing. Yeah.
4: Steve, you bring to us every week that Stephanie Brown energy. You are yep. happy. You are excited. Mm-hmm. We love yep. it for you. You would absolutely joy riding the Batmobile if possible. Thousand <laughs> percent. Joey. We know, you're the bad boy of the podcast, so obviously you're Jason Todd.
5: Hell yeah. Yeah Obviously. <laughs> Beat me um, with a crowbar. <laughs>
4: Bob, you bring the knowledge. You keep us all on track. Bob, you are Barbara Gordon.
1: Oh, Every thank damn you day. Very
0: much.
4: Every damn day our Oracle. Love it. And of oh, course. Shit, here it comes. Of <laughs> course I am I am Tim Drake because I have mental health problems and I'm gay. Um, <laughs> Now, Aaron, I want you to know that Bronwyn agreed with this.
0: Oh, we God. <laughs> yourselves. My
4: fault. But we did discuss how you have Big Five from Umbrella Academy Energy. You are a murder baby, which means, Aaron, which means you can only
6: be one person. Oh, Absolutely. fucking Damian Wade.
4: Wade. Oh,
5: <laughs> yeah. It was oh. the long game all year long they've been playing this long game. <laughs> 100%. I'm-
3: Listen, I'm just glad I wasn't put into a life of servitude like John. We know John really
4: runs
0: the family,
3: okay?
0: Mm. That was such a long gambit to get to that
2: point. How many months has this
5: been?
3: Wait, we'll have this conversation next year when we're doing my whole Guardians of the Galaxy
1: rundown.
5: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Oh, I love it.
6: Uh, All right, which you know, which one
1: of you is going next and what have you got?
6: Okay, well, um it's hard to follow that, so I'm just gonna go straight into sort of a normie question here. Yeah. Uh we're we're presenting an award for uh a part of the thing that we don't usually talk about. You know, we we even got into letterers, we got into artists, we got into writers, but we don't actually usually talk about editors and every yeah. story needs one. So I'm gonna to bring to the table my favorite editor, which is Bree Boswell, because every time I read something and think, "Wow, this is great! This is so snappy and fast-paced and just like perfectly well put together," I look down and I see who edited it, and it's Bree Boswell
4: oh, every so. time. Yeah. So, yes. could you say some of the ones she did on webtoons?
6: Oh God, everything! Uh, <laughs> she's been on Let's Play. She's been on um 21st century nights she's been like literally all the big names she's she does everything
4: yeah mine for this category is also from webtoons susan chang susan is the the editor the big editor producer of wan family adventures we got to talk to her on go and there is nobody who is more passionate about the bat family than susan chang and it was like her dream to do this and she does an amazing job i love her so much yeah I would also say, throwing in here, since somebody already talked about letterers, I gotta say, y'all laughed at me when I said my favorite editor er, of a letterer early this year, but it is Tom Napolitano (laughs) and his amazing word bubbles.
6: Yep. got to have a letterer. It's an accessibility issue, seriously. I'm an old, and I struggle to read things that have hard-to-read fonts.
1: We're looking at
4: you, Arkham Asylum, unreadable Joker font. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he said in that book.
1: <laughs> what has Tom Napolitano been on?
4: Tom Napolitano has been on everything. If you start looking it up, he's on everything. But he's all over the DC comics
6: world.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
6: all so right. let's hit up Fave Non Bat Pet, Chris.
4: Yeah, so obviously the bat pets are the best. But uh, the other ones, my absolute favorite comes from the League of Super Pets this year. It's Missile Kitty. Okay. <laughs> I'm so innocent. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Missile Kitty is amazing. <laughs> I love that character so much.
6: <laughs> Ramon, what's yours? Uh, I had three because I couldn't narrow it down because uh, my whole heart belongs to Jeff the Landshark. I'm oh. not going so to lie to you.
4: That's so fair.
6: But I also loved PB the Wonder Pig from Super Pets. Yeah, <laughs> PB. Uh, amazing. And not going to lie, Eagly. From Peacemaker?
1: Yes! Um, Eagly! Oh my god!
6: Chef's kiss. Oh my god. Okay. So our next
4: category is probably my favorite one Bronwyn came up with, which is Cracked Super Team.
6: Yeah. The
4: the rules were we had to come up with a team of five, no more than two could be from the same comic, and they had to be cracked, or, you know, broken as (laughs) (laughs) AF. So... For this one, I went for a very specific team, uh, specifically one that you could commit a heist with, but also, if necessary, seduce everyone in the room. Nice. So <laughs> I have Gambit, John Constantine, Lucifer, Sebastian Harlow, and Loki. It's going to be chaos, but it will be hot AF. And most <laughs> likely, we will sleep with everyone present.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Oh,
6: that is one hell of a polycule. I like it. Right. Isn't it a good like oh my god, it's good, right? Yes, it's really good. So <laughs> I guess I also... I'm sleeping
1: on the couch then. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you can join us.
1: Oh. All right.
6: Um, I went also in a heist direction. I kinda went, you know, fast and furious styles. Yeah. Um so I have like my lead guy, the himbo, the tech twink, the pretty one, the badass, and the wild cards. Yes. Oh love. Well. <laughs> So my lead, I have Igen from Teenage Mercenary. Yes. Good. I have my himbo is Nightwing from Wayne Family Adventures. 100%. My tech twink is Oracle from Wayne Family Adventures.
0: Good. Mm-hmm.
6: My pretty one is Ellie from Defects because she is a, a pyrokinetic. <laughs> yeah. And my badass is Persephone from Lore Olympus because, Ooh. you know, when you need to go big, she can literally go big.
4: love that so you will actually succeed at your heist meanwhile we will fail at it but we'll have a lot of sex
6: yes (laughs) Uh, my wild card is Teresa from 21st century nights because there has never been a wilder wild card
4: that's a good that's a that's a wild wild card
6: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: outstanding (laughs) keep going keep it rolling yeah yeah yeah.
4: so our best crack ship um so this is a ship that is totally wild for instance earlier this year we talked about uh john constantine and hot pumpkin daddy i still maintain i stand by
6: it it's on my list (laughs) that's
4: that is the the line but i was really struggling with this one because there were so many in my brain so i went with instead of just a straight up ship an actual story pitch so here it is okay Tim Drake dates the DC universe. He, <laughs> so this is, he breaks up with Bernard for some reason, probably superhero hijinks reasons. And he is on a major rebound. So he starts going through and he is led by, he doesn't sleep with age difference, so he doesn't. But John Constantine is his queer guide, his his like huh. guru of sex. Uh, the Tim Drake <laughs> slut
6: era, I'm here for it. His Tim
4: right. Drake slut era. So he goes through people like, Pied Piper would love to see it. Uh, Clary and the Witch Boy, we know he gets freaky. Billy Batson, he's older now because DC time ages. No, nothing makes sense ever, you know. Right. People like this, maybe even he has a threesome with uh, John and Jay. You never know. But Ooh. basically, he goes through all of the queer characters, finds himself, learns a lot about himself, and has a good old time.
6: Oh, I like it. Yep, I can. I'm here for it. I came up with two cracked chips that I. I I would like you to do a story pitch for at some point. Mm. Um, Loki and Jason Todd, think Easy. of a havoc.
4: Easy, yeah,
6: right. Like I just—they're both kind of book loving, but also chaos generators. Mm-hmm. They're, the story writes itself. It um, I'm sure
4: and we'll also, um, I think <laughs> yeah. it could be a switch. To be fair, you know he shapeshifts.
6: It's true. Uh, I also like the idea of Valkyrie hooking up, and I do mean hooking up with Gotham City sirens and forming oh! a little there. Oh, that's a
4: lot of bisexuality in one room. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep.
6: So, I was. Uh, that's beautiful. Mixing it up a little.
4: Working on my fan fiction as we speak. Excellent. Speaking What's of the... fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> the slut era champion of 2022
6: for you broadwin okay so i have three contenders in different sort of interpretations thereof okay so reese and avery for time spent in horny jail 100 <laughs> percent, they were tim drake for epic handholding so much
4: handholding
6: and crush for absolutely owning his yeah. slut era
4: oh my god yeah I second all of those, and I would also like to present forward Sebastian Harlow, our
6: our king slut.
1: Nice. Who is Crush?
6: So Crush is the uh, main character in the webtoon Crushed. He is a very gay, very slutty hockey player uh, who's trying to make his way on a new team, and it's very funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we love him.
1: One of your many sports dramas.
6: The best. look sports drama. I have a brand, okay? I was going to say
1: it, you have a type. <laughs> you do have a type. You
6: do have a type.
1: You did marry the most athletic man on the planet. I so. mean. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, let's move on to some of our favorite adaptations, shall we?
4: Yes! We have the same list.
6: I think we do. Yeah, I have added a couple of things to it, I'm not going to lie. So have but... I. So have I. Okay. Let's see.
4: I think I, I really have a bold statement, y'all. So I need you all to prepare. All right, this has been a great year. Yes, but I think that the League of Super Pets is the best adaptation that came out this year. <laughs> I'm not even a little bit joking.
6: I mean, I would be on board for that because it is so, 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 so good, and it's, it's absolutely so on this list. Yes. But it's, it's the also best Dwayne Johnson year. movie this year. Oh for yeah, sure. Oh hard, easy. Hard, yes.
2: Hundred yes. percent.
6: And any but. other year, it would be the best thing. That's but this is this is the, I, I, there is this a lot is the year things. that Heartstopper and Wednesday came out.
4: Heartstopper, oh my god! This is also the year that Batman came out, and and I do I love this Batman. This is the Batman movie,
6: and Ugh. like Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, yeah. like She Hulk, Umbrella Academy, he's the Sandman.
4: Oh, your lord like Got umbrella academy this year trans representation oh my god i love it so much right also where uh, john um bob we're, mentioned it but werewolf by night i yes. love werewolf by night i wanted yeah. to have an episode every halloween like I, that would amazing yes
6: it was so good
4: i also gotta say uh bat wheels don't <laughs> 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 fucking sleep on bat wheels that show is so shockingly good <laughs> You know, an adaptation of a book, but I have to shout it out. We talked about it on the show already, but Black Phone was the best horror movie. This oh, whole. yeah. That movie yeah. was great. That movie, that movie was, was incredible.
6: Incredible. Yeah. That was that was probably the best horror movie I've seen all year, for sure.
4: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Best, best for me, for sure.
6: Uh, So, speaking of bests, what was the best chemistry for you?
4: Whew, so, this was... Really hard, actually, Uh because there was a lot of really good chemistry all year round. Um, But I've got to say, in a shocking turn of events, this is Batcat from Wayne Family Adventure. Yeah. That flirting on that rooftop? I have never seen Batman actually seem like he wanted to bang somebody,
6: but this version. (laughs) Y'all. I know this is like the only non-ace Batman. Seriously, it's the only non-ace Batman.
1: This is the one where he leaves the calm on, and everybody Mm -hmm. hears all of his children
4: hear him flirting with her on the rooftop. Hilarious!
1: It is so
6: good. The the trauma for the children is amazing. Yes,
1: that's a statement.
6: (laughs) We love trauma on Thirsty on Tune, and let's let's be honest: trauma is basically the brand for the whole Bat family.
4: It's true. Who's yours?
6: Um, I had a kind of a three-way tie between You had a three-way? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I heard it. The hunt? Yes.
4: Horny Joe. Because I mean,
6: you know, exactly. Horny Joe. <laughs> uh, be my villain. Because, oh, oh yeah. my God, they're so oh, cute. God, I yes. can't. I can't. And ghost Ugh. lights. Because. Oh, yeah. oh, dear Lord. The
4: pining. The, the pining. pining. <laughs>
6: Ugh. And like, Weird. I'm sorry, but like that story, when something is like the whole world is around these yeah. two being together, yeah. like, oh my god,
4: it's so good. <laughs> so good. Who uh, so who was your gayest ship of the year?
6: Okay, so I went with boyfriends because I don't yep. think it can actually get gayer than the webtoon boy, boyfriends. It is a four boy polycule who are best friends with a four girl polycule. Hmm. I like
1: the that. perfect combination.
6: I like that a lot. It's amazing. It's super colorful. It's really funny. It's actually quite heartfelt. It's really adorable. It is just very sweet. It's it's candy.
4: Yeah, for me, this one this year goes to um, John Kent and Jay Nakamura because. Their ship was groundbreaking and the the love that they look at each other with and the young love and everything I just I can't with these two that cover where they kiss oh my god
1: (laughs) DC was saving all of its energy for them
4: Bernard Bernard
1: and Tim just gotta hang out for a little while
4: they gotta gotta hold their hands you know we'll (laughs) we'll appreciate their long game of a slow burn but uh, Jay and John just jumped right into each other's mouths and I'm here for it (laughs) (laughs)
6: All right, so we're gonna go from gayest to the straight ship that's so good even we like it.
4: Yes, <laughs> it's it's hard, it's rare. I mean, this this is a title that is largely held by Superman and Lois for me forever, you know, because yep. that's them. But since I didn't really have a like great story of them this year, uh, I I have to shout out to the Gentle Way that Ron introduced to me because it's yeah. a straight comic and I read it, which is an impressive feat. Exactly
6: that is actually on those list.
1: horizons yeah
4: I, it's true it's genuinely one of maybe three straight things it, that's books and comics that i've read this entire year so <laughs> uh
6: i also added heart of ice because it's gorgeous and sweet and the chemistry is fire and it is it it's beautiful um And Down to Earth, which is questionably a straight comic because it's straight passing, but she's an alien, so are either of them really straight at that point?
4: Exactly. I had the same thing with, like, Bat-Cat. Technically straight passing, but bisexual, so.
6: Right?
1: I keep thinking that there's a Bat-Pet that I don't know about when you say Bat-Cat.
4: There is a Bat-Cat! It's (laughs) Alfred Pettyworth, the cat. That's That's real. (laughs) But the ship is called Bat-Cat, too. (laughs)
1: I have to regain my footing every time I hear
4: ah, it. Ah, bat cat, super bats, you know. They're, they're you know, it's the exactly. Of the ships. So speaking of titles, my yeah. God, that was a good segue. High five, me.
1: High five.
4: <laughs> we also included our favorite talking comics titles of the year. Yay! Yes, talking comics ones and thirsty on tune ones. Yes. Roman, do you want to hit us with that list?
6: I do. Okay, so my TC top five are. Defund Paw Patrol.
4: <laughs> On my list, also, hundred percent.
6: Oh yeah, thick Artemis Awakening. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Army Hammer skeletal sex throne. Of yeah. course,
4: of course. Seventy percent
6: porn, twenty percent cats. I do love that. <laughs> and Hadoukans with bats.
4: Yes. yes. I second all of those. Right. I would like to add to it my so-called cult. Yes. <laughs> Um And Rainbow Colored Middle Finger. Yeah. Which was my first episode. Oh, ever. was that this I, year? Oh, God, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> I thought it was.
1: I mean, no, I it doesn't matter. I think it but...
6: was.
4: I think it was. That was my first episode of the show. And I love that title. That was how such a
6: good show. How do I miss and that And you
4: button? have. You have thirsty titles too, right? I do.
6: So, uh, Very Gay and Very Tired. Love that. <laughs> uh, ding Dong Dick and Dash. Yes! <laughs> Consent from a Drill Bit.
4: Yes.
6: Unexpected Grill Dad. Yes. And Daddy is a State of Mind. Yes!
4: All good. And it's hilarious. We had so many good titles this year because I had totally different ones. Yes. I love Jason in the streets, Tim in the sheets. Yes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Gay Panic Factory (laughs) Reset. (laughs) Lady Killer in a Cat Mask.
6: Yes.
4: And When a Twink Lands in Your Lap. (laughs) (laughs) I almost picked that one. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, and while we're hanging out in the in the thirsty on space we have to give an award for our honorary thoughts of the year yes
6: we do yes we have uh, an honorary thought in charlie Adhara at hara
4: at why do i we, always say in that in her, her we trust in you charlie are, we it, trust. you are a thought in our hearts
6: absolutely as is david slayton
4: Yes, our David R. Slayton. He is probably the thoughtiest of the thoughts in our hearts as he tweets at us constantly. We do love him. <laughs> yep. I would also add Iris Foxglove. They both are in our hearts forever. And our newest honorary thought, TJ. Yay.
3: No. Woo!
6: And of course, Steve. You- oh, wow.
1: Thanks. <laughs> Coming in right at the end there.
6: Oh, yeah. Saving the best, best for, for last. last.
1: That, sure. <laughs> nice save.
4: Okay, sorry, I don't know which one was next. Hold on, you go.
6: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, next we have the Taylor Swift Vigilante yes. Shit Award for True this, Catharsis. <laughs> this
4: is our thirteenth award as well. Taylor Swift's number. Yes. Layers and layers and
1: layers. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it all makes sense. <laughs>
6: <It's> all <football>. sparkle. <laughs> Easter eggs. We did it. So uh, I'm presenting this award to two people. Me too for Teenage Mercenary, because if someone does you wrong, I has got you back. <laughs> and for to Persephone from Laura Olympus, because every time she gets angry, I'm looking at you, season one finale. Oh, chef's mm. kiss. Hmm.
4: I have to present it to two as well. Uh, there was probably no moment I fist-pumped, chaired over more. It also could easily be one of the gayest moments of the year Then in the world, Batman Superman world's finest when Batman throws himself at Superman despite him not knowing who he is and risking his life because he is his man. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and this is a gayest comic. in addition to that you know galaxy the prettiest star came out this year and the whole arc of galaxy breaking free and letting her colors show because they have been suppressed this whole time to keep her safe and the beautiful trans metaphor that that was i fist pumped when she finally owned herself and came out in public as galaxy
6: oh that's beautiful
4: thank you so I think that's it for our shared categories, right, Bronwyn? I think so. Okay, so I I unfortunately will not be on the last episode, so I wanted to do a couple of special shout-outs as well. Um, I am doing a brief shout-out to comics to watch in the upcoming year. This is comics that have just started that I think we all need to keep our eyes on. Um, so on Webtoons, Eldrick Darling, which is a Cthulhu rom-com? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And it looks so cute. Uh, in, in also Webtoons world, Sinos uh, de Mayo which is a magical school webtoon that is so good. Sabine that I've mentioned on the show before with its gothic fun and then Survival Diary, the zombie, zombie world one Mm -hmm. in the regular world of comics, sort of Azrael. I'm really loving it. I'm curious where it's going. It is Winter Soldier for the religiously traumatized like me. (laughs) Speaking of Winter Soldier, the actual Winter Soldier comic that we talked about last week, Captain America and Winter Soldier. It just started, but I'm already deeply in love I also want to do a very, 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 very quick rundown of my favorites of the year. So here we go. On regular comics, World's Finest Batman, Superman, surprising no one. Son of Kal-El, again, surprising no one. Blue Beetle, Batgirls, and Robin, all making an appearance on here. And Black Flamingo. Skipping over to Webtoons, Wayne Family Adventure, everything is fine. Heartstopper, Ghost Lights, Satana and the Ripper, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Hashtag Muted, Prince and Knight. Prince of Southland, Big Ethel Energy, and Windjassy Whistles. That is our presentation.
3: <laughs> Nailed
1: it. I don't have my my clapping video queued up. but
4: I <laughs> need you to know we did less than a half an hour, and it was both of us. So yeah, five. we did. <laughs> 28 minutes
1: exactly. Yeah! That's how you do it. I am definitely going to need a list from you both of all yeah. of the stuff that you talked yeah. about, because... Yeah. 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 There are so many things that you've spoken about periodically on the podcast throughout the year. Yeah. And hearing the the passion behind them and some of the artistry that's going on in these webtoons. Yeah. I need to get more of this stuff on my subscribe list and go through staying? it cuz it it all sounds so interesting.
4: Can I make you a bingo card of things you should read in 2023?
1: Oh, can you oh, both do that?
6: Oh, yeah. yes, yes, Yes. Okay. Art yes. project. High five. Definitely. High five.
1: Ugh. But because do I have to? Do I have to just get bingo, or do I have to complete the whole card?
4: Well, you can get bingo, but blackout bingo is always better. Yeah, that's true. Also, I just can, I, can we just say like this was not an official award or anything, but DC Comics has embraced queerness this year in such a big way, and I never thought I'd see it happen. And I'm just that is what made me the happiest this year. Mm-hmm. We've got asexual Connor Hawk. We've got bisexual Tim Drake. We've got bisexual john Kent, like we are just it just keeps happening you know the aqualad all of them just this year and actually getting front and center stage and queer artists like josh Trujillo being promoted up you know it's just this is such a big deal and again yeah. galaxy the prettiest star the first mm-hmm. ever main trans character in dc like main character um continuity i guess is the word i'm trying to say <laughs> all of it is just it's just so important and it makes me really happy and now i'm crying and i did this to myself
1: <laughs> <laughs> was um was dreamers debut this year or last, last yeah, i guess I it depends on when you look at it because well, she started yeah, in the was show say. first or they started she was in the in show, the
3: show
4: and she was also in the uh last year's pride anthology so i guess yeah. she debuted last year but there the what is it the the, the thing that she's in currently is this year i guess
1: is does that character appear in anything else? Because uh she shows up in the Son of Kal but I thought that yeah. that was the beginning of like a th- three like I a three parter, and they kind of came and they're...
4: went. Wait, I I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I just I I, I totally there might expected be
4: coming. I guess is what I'll say. <laughs> I
1: I totally expected that story to continue with that character. They kind of introduced the crisis and then yeah. bounced and i was like oh
3: no, they I were think they were there they were there for just a little bit but they weren't you know front and center in the story anymore because then it became about john and jay and jay's mother yeah. but they were right. they were, I, I they do, were there during the more, scenes
4: i think there's more coming and next year Jadzia's um encyclopedia of queer dc characters is coming out and i yeah i'm just so excited
1: that's awesome nice. that's really cool I love your lists. There, you 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 both always think of such creative hooks for these types of things. Thank you, thank you. That's awesome.
6: Sometimes
4: it helps to be neurodivergent, right, <laughs> Indeed.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for bringing the webtoon representation to the Thanks. show throughout the year, and especially to these awards, because you know everybody should be giving webtoon a shot. You know, yeah. there's nothing stopping you. Hopefully, you have a device, uh, or could go online on your your home computer and just. Go and look through some of the stuff there. There's so much amazing talent on display and lots of, like, laughs to be had. I, I, I swear, there's there's more webtoons that I laugh along with uh, oh, God, than yes. mainline comics. And every now and again, I need that, you know, just yeah. to oh, yeah. get, get my head out of Gotham City for a while. I mean, Go and hang or at the into, Yeah,
4: I was going to say, or into Gotham City and the way exactly. Family Adventures. That has made me, like ugly cry from laughing before so yeah yeah
1: i just think it's awesome that you both bring you know so many amazing titles to the channel and the feed and everything throughout the year this has been awesome i'll get into that a little bit more uh when we do our favorite moments of tc but yeah. thirsty on tune has just been such a great show to add to the, to the lineup and you both you. give so much personality and so much love to all the things that you talk about and all the creators that you bring on You've and me uh cry i just i think it's great i love it i listen to every episode and i i love the chemistry and you know you not know, well yeah. you're not going to be here for when i do my my tc moments are you no
4: but i'll listen <sighs> don't worry all right um and i have to say it's about to be thirsty on truth's first anniversary yeah, Aww, so we started sorry. at the end of december
6: yeah
1: yay all right does anybody have anything else that they want to uh ask Bronwyn or uh, Chris about their stuff. Nope. All right. I think we'll move on. No, Aaron. (laughs) No, 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 no. no, Aaron, do you have feelings? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Let's let's move on to our shared topics before Chris has got to go. Let's talk about some of our favorite new writers and artists of 2022. Uh, Aaron, since you seem to be the focus of the room right now, why don't you go first?
3: Let me get to my notes. New writers and artists. Here we go. All right. I had to scroll up. All right. Let's see. Which way am I going to go with this? Because I got my list here. All right. So for new writer or artist, I really only had one that really sung to me uh, over the year. And we've we talked about their work throughout this show. But that's Andrew Wheeler, uh, Sins of the Black Flamingo. Because I just yes. think that book was perfect it was just fun and funny and representative and um had some easter eggs for people who know but you know if you don't you got to search for it and understand what the community how the community sees certain things i just think it was sort of like a a really good story with some insider bits and some other bits that were just sort of universal so just a fun story um
1: and there you have it all right nice uh, bob why don't you go next
2: uh- we used to do breakthrough and that we had some discussions of over the years and some interesting people, one who had sometimes long careers, but now had branched into other things. But I read this as new favorite. So for me was somebody who, whose work I knew, but didn't expect to see it in this way. It's T Franklin for the Harley Quinn animated series book. Absolutely love it. Didn't know they could handle those sort of characters in this sort of way. And blown away, completely blown away by what goes on in that book. It's I don't know if you see the la, the last issue and see what the the title of the story is, I'll just it's a foobar kind of title. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but said explicitly. Oh nice. okay. Oh yeah. So T. Franklin for me. Amazing. All right. Joey,
1: what do you got for this one?
5: Are we doing new writers? And then arti- or, or are we doing all three of them together or two of them together? Yeah, all two
1: of them together. Together. Okay, yeah.
5: great. Um, so then I have a writer and an artist and a writer artist for mine uh, in terms of new writers of 2022 that 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 landed on my radar. Uh, the first one is Alyssa Wong. Um, I think they're wonderful. They picked up Deadpool this year their dr afra is at like issue 30 or something like that so much longer than anything kieran Galen was doing as well and also um their run on the iron fist to kind of reimagining that character uh was really fantastic um so Alyssa wong's been someone who i've been following for a couple of years but is now on my favorite new writers for 2022 um my favorite artists uh my favorite new artists in 2022 i have already kind of alluded to last time but that's Alexander Tefenki, uh, who did The Good Asian um, with Porn Pisture at Shote. And uh, we just saw a little bit more of, of his work on uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World with Jason Aaron. I just love the style. I think, you know, when he was doing Good Asian, those kind of noir elements. um you know, reminiscent of everything that the Phillips do or that Chris Samney does. But then what he's doing over here on once upon a time at the end of the world, scratching things up a little bit, giving it a little bit more edge for this dystopia, I think is fantastic too. So he's definitely a, an artist that I'm going to keep my eye on. And then my favorite new writer artist for 2022 is um, Zoe Thorogood off of it's lonely at the center of the earth. Um, Hell yeah. You know, I, I just think it's an incredible book and I love Billy Scott last year. To see Thoroughgood again doing amazing work here at the end of 2022, 2022 is awesome, and I think it speaks to, again, something that I said at the end of last episode, which is she's going to be a creator to watch out for in the
1: years to come.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. Awesome. Great list. John, you're up.
0: When I'm sitting down to do this one, I I realized I don't read a lot of new writers. Uh, I I read a lot of established stuff. But one book that I really enjoyed this year uh, was an offshoot of the Radiant Radiant Black, and it's Radiant Red, uh, which is a five-issue miniseries written by Cherish Chen, who really impressed me that she made a a book about a, a, a person who's kind of on the edge of becoming a hero or a vigilante while going through marriage troubles. Um, I just thought it was really well done. It was a a captivating five issues and I would like to see more from her in the future. And then for artists, and I think he's been around for a few years, but uh, Cian Torme who took over for son of kal after John Timms left. um, Those are kind of big shoes to, to follow and his artwork, it, it had a softer tone to it, but I love that they, he didn't make John like super huge, he looks like a normal kid with all these superpowers. And then just the the fight sequences and some of just the quiet sequences in that book. Um, really, that's a that's a landmark title, a flagship title. And I think that he did a really good job with it. And so I'd like to see more of that work as well.
3: Excellent. Is that you. it? Yep, I definitely agree it. with you with the, the Kyle L thing, making John. They had to figure out a way to, not to confuse you when you're... Mm-hmm you know, looking at John versus looking at Clark, um, the way you get confused if you're looking at Clark versus Bruce sometimes. Um, (laughs) And sort of giving him that sort of thinner frame, that more slender frame, um, I think works perfectly. And I think that should continue to be a staple for that character. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Fantastic. Bronwyn, why don't you go next?
6: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Perfect. i kind of read this as a new to me and also sort of uh started publishing this year I think. So, um I have two uh webtoons, Peglo, uh for to the stars and back. The art is mm-hmm. super engaging. Um and the story is so adorable and I'm all the way in. It's a it's a, you know, grumpy sunshine romance but also a little bit supernatural ish maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there, there might be a bit of a red herring. I'm but I I can't get enough of that story. It's really adorable. Um and mushmallow for defects. <laughs> nice I name. I know, I know, but I freaking love this story. Defects is kind of like um the webtoons version of X-Men.
4: Uh, yes, it's so good.
6: And it's just so much fun. I really, really, really like it. Uh, and I love, I love both the, the writing and the art. It's, I don't know it, how to describe it. It's just, the movement is really fluid and it's so colorful and pretty and it's just charming. It's really charming. All of the facial expressions are incredible. And, um, but the, when you get into the fight scenes and when they start revealing their power sets and stuff like that, the movement is incredible. So hundred mm-hmm.
1: percent. So awesome. What? All right, Chris, why don't you go next?
6: Yes,
4: so this was hard for me because everyone continually is new for me because as you all know, I never remember who created anything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So bad. But I will say... This year, Alice Arden and Jacqueline DeLeon did the Zatanna, the Jewel of the Grave Seed YA graphic novel. The writing and the art for this one was just incredible. Both of them are completely new to the comic scene. I just looked at uh, Jacqueline DeLeon doesn't have any other credits at all. So brand new and incredible, like really, really great. And I'm excited to see what else they do. I know Alice Arden is coming over from YA Books, so this is her first comic uh she's very sweet i got to meet her she's i love her a lot um and i don't know i just really really enjoyed them also new this year to webtoons is brian golden who did the writing and art of vampire magica and that is the one we talked that bob and i talked about a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. the art just booms off the page it's so incredibly beautiful um so i had to shout him out as well
1: you guys can tell me when you're done, you know.
4: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I figured my not talking any further would imply I was done, but sure. <laughs> i
1: sorry. sorry. I
0: didn't know about was okay? I just, I just
5: don't. She came out windmill. Yeah. <laughs> we know who's not going to be on next week's episode. <laughs> you know, this is my last episode ever. I've, I've angered
4: Steve and Aaron. It's over for me.
5: Done. <laughs> yes but everyone else has been thoroughly entertained
4: maybe joey will have me on when he hosts but i'm I'm done otherwise
1: (laughs) all right i'm gonna share my list and then we'll move on to the next topic uh so for me one of the artists that i absolutely love there's only two issues of it so far but it's coming from boom studios and it's briar it's uh german garcia yes on this book has like a Disney meets Jim Henson universe kind of all haunted and twisted. It is so incredibly good. I absolutely love it. Scratches that fantasy itch for me big time. Uh, Victor Ibanez on Heart Eyes is really, really striking stuff. The monsters, the city, the characters, everything that's going on in that book is really kind of quite strange and peculiar, but like, the art really drew me in and is keeping me there for the story. And I just absolutely love it. Uh, really great world building art going on there. Um, uh, Mar- Marcio to Takara, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, for Poison Ivy. We've talked about Poison Ivy quite a bit. This episode, the writing is second to none, but also the art is so appropriate for this character and so floral and gorgeous and colorful and psychedelic and there's all this stuff going on in Cronenbergian monsters and hallucinations galore it is just a ride I absolutely love it uh Carlos Gomez for their work on Exterminators that I just read last week this series is so much fun and the art definitely matches the uh Leo Williams's tone For this fun kind of like running man, weird ass X book that if you're not reading it and you want a good time, definitely go and check it out. It is, as far as I can tell, separated from everything else going on in the X universe. So you can kind of just go and have fun with it. Uh, Highly recommend. Writers. I have Sarah Gailey on here. Um, She did Eat the Rich and Know Your Station. Has anybody read that yet? Hell yeah. Dude.
4: By the way, they
1: did. Oh, they. Sorry. Um, Know Your Station, I read the other night. Absolutely fantastic. Kind of a murder mystery, sci-fi story. Uh, Off to a really, really great start. I can't wait to see more from that. Uh, Chrissy Williams for Golden Rage. Uh, We're about four or five issues into this. It's Golden Girls on an island and everyone's trying to kill each other. There's some nefarious things going on. It is outstanding. And one of my favorite new series of the year, but also creator that I'll be keeping an eye out for uh, going forward, Chuck Brown, who put out Flawed this year. Uh, Aaron's brought this to the podcast a couple of times. Really, really enjoying the series a lot. And uh again, I'm gonna keep my eyes on Brown's work from here on out. And finally, uh, this name has been on lists before, but I'm gonna throw it to uh Chris Cantwell for his work on Briar. Uh I just think Briar is really poetic, really beautiful, and a new direction for uh Cantwell as a writer, as far as I've seen uh in the superhero space that they typically work in. Uh, there's something very lyrical about this series so far, and I'm just loving it from top to bottom. It's it's fantastic. Uh, and that's my list for favorite new writers and artists of 2022.
0: I love that. I'm sorry, awesome. German Garcia has been in comics since the 90s. I've never seen them. <laughs> the new he was like a Superman artist, a X-Men artist, but I love it that he's... No, it's awesome that they've... Like, recaptured the magic with this briar book so it's awesome
1: it's why this category exists right
0: exactly that's all
1: about it's all about to clarify it's all about who came into focus for you this year i feel you yeah okay. john sorry, no, I just <laughs> because it's like and this this fine new artist jermaine
0: garcia I was like wait a minute i was
4: this close to being like dan mora because i have not read any of this
5: before Mark, <laughs> Mark Wade.
4: <laughs> Mark Wade. I've read one other Mark Wade. It's real bad. I really haven't.
5: Well, you know, the, the famous the famous breakthrough artist and writing team from years ago were the all reds.
0: You know, like, <laughs> exactly. We had that happen. Sometimes.
1: You mean exactly. of madman fame? <laughs> yeah, right. Taking liberties. That's what we do here. <laughs>
4: Have you oh, heard a... of Bob Finger? Um... <laughs> uh,
0: that's Bill Finger. Bill Finger. <laughs> well, Bob's bro. Bob's Sorry. his brother.
4: Bob.
0: <laughs> Who Calista got even more screwed finger. over by Bob Kane? Yeah,
4: so screwed over. You all didn't even know Bob Finger existed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all
1: right, let's move on to our final. There's
5: more. <laughs> yeah. Story arcs, yeah.
0: dude. Story
1: arcs. arcs. Oh, I don't have a nominee for this one. Good luck. <laughs> Bob, do you have any screen favorite screenplay. story arcs from 2022?
2: Yeah, I do. The problem with three of them is that they're the entire run of new books. So <laughs> as much as I love She-Hulk, Poison Ivy, and Batgirls, I, I can't count them as a story arc. So where I'm going is Captain Marvel, Last of the Marvels, it's issue 32 to 36, where Carol has to basically fight off all the Avengers. It's the story that introduces a new binary, just really well done by Sergio de Villa and, of course, Kelly Thompson. Nice. Fantastic.
1: Love it. John, what'd you end up doing for this one? Uh, Batman,
0: Superman, World's Finest, number yeah. one through six, The Devil, Niza. I think that that book was uh, amazingly retro and groundbreaking all at the same time.
4: 100%. You stole
0: mine. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just
4: have the same braid. We've also discussed <laughs> yep, that.
0: Yep, yep. No, I, oh, I have. Then I'm sorry, it. John,
4: because <laughs> you're sharing <laughs> with me. I, I was like, wow, is it that bad that he shares a braid with
6: no he's
0: staring oh, with me you a, too we have I'm our beautiful so twitter chat going
4: <laughs> it's unwell up there um but yeah world's finest i i can't i can't with how happy this made me i said last week or two weeks ago now i guess that uh this is my favorite non-webtoon bat comic of of ever <laughs> of the world
6: yep.
1: yep all right bronwyn you want to go next
6: Sure, yeah, I have two. Um, for Let's Play the Benji's personal growth arc this past season, I just I cried. He had so much development in his character arc with just learning to sort of be by himself and and, and be okay with himself. And I just oh that character growth was spectacular. And Lore Olympus, the season yes. two, part two. Oh, Persephone breaks the original patriarch. Oh, glorious. (laughs) I just, oh God, the culmination of that was so satisfying. It was everything I needed and stuff I didn't know I needed. (laughs) It was, yes, chef's kiss, perfection.
1: Nice. Aaron, what
3: have you got? So I got two. Uh, one is an interesting one because it is a book that had been written by someone else, but you know, switched over to Marauders. I don't know the the uh, name of the arc, but it's uh, issues uh, one through five of the Steve Orlando run. I just thought we had all appreciated Marauders when it first started, and we um, well in the new post X of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we all appreciated it because it was just fun. It was new. It was, they had this mission, uh, but they just sort of hit a, a sort of plateau, a stale point. And then Steve Orlando came in and just breathed new life in it with Cassandra Nova coming into the picture and just sort of putting them in a, and some more new team members on and putting them in a different sort of environment and atmosphere. And I just thought it reinvigorated that whole series for me. And then Uh, From an emotional perspective, the once in future final arc, which I think is 24 through 30, because it was it really just delivered on every promise it made through all those previous issues, kept building and building and building. The stakes kept raising. Uh, And then when you got to this this final arc, realizing it was a final arc, I had a very high standard that I was going to hold it to uh, if it didn't deliver. And it really did deliver. It was very emotional. It it you know closed up all the loose ends that were there you know dealt with the, the family issues that existed there, but at the same time, the the augmenting the the evolving relationships. I just think it was it was a really great arc, and it was a great way to end that story. Yeah. So mm-hmm. those are my two.
1: Awesome. All right, for me, what do I got here? My notes. Uh, I, it, it is the whole series, but I'm just going to mention it again, and I'm sure we'll talk about it next show in depth, but do a power bomb from Daniel Warren Johnson uh, beginning to end genuine shocks and entertainment throughout that Texas blood, a little story called the snow falls endlessly oh, in yeah. Wonderland. Yeah. yeah, Chris Condon and Jacob Phillips. This is the uh, what we're calling the serial killer arc for that Texas blood. Small town murders, lots of snow and lots of blood. Uh, outstanding. Uh, I'm going to give it up to House of Slaughter for their arc called Scarlet. This is from James Tynan, Sam Johns, uh, Letizia Condonci, uh, and Francesco Sagala and, and World Design. This was I talked about this on the show. This was kind of the quieter uh, Scarlet Scarved House of Slaughter member and It kind of being a Moby Dick horror story of sorts of him kind of trapped out in a lake after investigating an island where a murder had happened and coming to terms with his demons and his relationship with his totem and what that all means for this character. Uh, Really, really engaging stuff. I, I loved it from beginning to end. It's probably my favorite thing that's come out of something is killing the children since the end of the first arc. Uh, what else do I got here? Batman Failsafe. This is coming from Chip Zdarsky, uh, Jorge Jimenez, Timo Moray, and uh, letters by Clayton Cowles. Going into my old mode, lightning mode here. Uh, Failsafe has just been ridiculous from the very beginning. Chip Zdarsky, John and I talked about this. I think we all did, but uh, John and I especially talked about this on the show a little while back of that debut uh, issue for Chip Zdarsky just hitting the ground running and it has not stopped with the fail-safe stuff ever since. Every issue is super exciting. Uh, I love the characterizations. I love the threat. And just the overall journey of of going uh, onto the mainline Batman book with Chip Zdarsky has been nothing but fun for me uh, this year. I absolutely love it. Uh, And last but not least, the first arc of, I mean, really all of She-Hulk. But uh, the first arc is called Jen again, and this is uh, Rainbow Raul and Roj Antonio. Absolutely love it. From top to bottom, one of my favorite series of the year. So glad to. We talked about She-Hulk coming back to form in 2022, and she's just having a great year, and it's a great book. So, those are my favorite story arcs of 2022. Yay! Ooh. Yay! Yay. Does anybody have anything that they want to uh, announce or get out of the way? Closing statements before we read the stuff?
4: I wanted to ask, do you mind if I do my talking comics moment since I won't be on next week?
1: Of course not. Go ahead.
4: Okay, so obviously I have to bounce. I gotta go make gingerbread houses. That is genuinely what I'm about to do uh, yeah. <laughs> with the group of children. My my nibbling's not just random children.
5: Um. <laughs> hey, do you want to make a gingerbread house? We <laughs> <laughs> sit in the park. <laughs> sit in the park with a table, folding table, and some loose gingerbread. <laughs>
4: White man, the Columbine. Oh no! Uh, But okay, I mean, I think we all have to agree. One of the best moments of the entire year was John absolutely losing his shit over Paw Patrol. Oh my (laughs) god! Yes, I have rarely laughed that hard in my whole life. No one has ever been more angry about a thing made for children since Aaron and Damian Wayne.
0: Uh, uh, I also gotta say, the moment when
3: the entire cast, all of us, got together and is we she gone wrote- yet? <laughs> 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 <Thank> you, <Aaron.
4: laughs> oh, fuck you, Aaron. Fuck you. When we all wrote Deadpool three better than it inevitably will be was one of my favorite moments. Also.
0: <laughs> so oh good. my god! So
4: good. Also, just. uh Realizing that John and I share a brain when we took over the podcast and talked about cults for like an hour and a half was yes. one of my favorite moments um and aaron you're gonna feel so bad about being an asshole to me when i tell you because i'm about to get into my sentimental ones and one of the best moments of the show for me was when aaron surprised me at FlameCon, con and well, clearly it was really sweet okay. uh and now I, I mean now it's tainted because obviously we're no longer friends but it was a really sweet moment while it lasted um and you know speaking of sweet moments you know all of you have welcomed me so much i didn't expect to be on the show this is kind of something i fell into and it's now become one of my favorite parts of my week and uh -hmm. it's been a hard year personally for me and having this has really helped me get through so that was a big thing for me as well um having these like connections form with each one of you you know hatred for aaron that connection um (laughs) (laughs) but also like Bob, you have like stepped up and like tried Webtoons so that you could bond with me over them, which has been so wonderful. Obviously, John, you and I and our cult love has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Joey, that moment when we talked about Taylor Swift for 30 minutes. I'll never yeah. forget it. Um, and obviously, Steve, just bringing me on is my favorite moment. The fact that I got to be part of the show.
1: and that's Well, I hope you enjoyed your run. <laughs> so,
4: you know, it was nice since this is my grand finale and uh, also the end of both my friendship with steve and aaron um,
5: i like <laughs> how we all... changed the format of the awards so that friendships could be maintained and yeah. here we are I still know. ruining friendships uh, <laughs> but look what forward we to was...
0: 2023 when thirsty on colts finally comes out yes, <laughs> yes! Be great
4: yeah you can all still hear me on thirsty on tune where is my show so no one can throw me off uh, <laughs> So, thank you, everybody, except for Aaron again.
3: Um, Peter Quill for president.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, thank you, everybody.
3: My <laughs> oh, pleasure. No, it was fun. I-, I was happy to be able to walk up and scare the bejesus out of you a flame con. So, the that was great.
4: Thing anyone has ever done to me. And- i still loved it so
3: (laughs) i listened to found all new ways that i didn't realize that there was queer content in comics that i've been reading i was sort of like oh wow never saw that okay well there there you go so it was uh it was good it was
1: great thank you awesome good stuff anybody else got anything that they would like to share no all right then that's gonna do it for the second episode of our end of year celebration We hope you enjoyed the show and hope that you join us for the third and final part of the show next week. You can always send us your comments, questions, games, reviews, criticisms, whatever, uh, through our email podcast at TalkingComicBooks.com. We are also on Twitter at Talking Comics. We're on Hive at Talking Comics and on Instagram at Talking Comics Podcast. Definitely go and check out those socials. Uh, Twitter is a little dead right now because I'm in charge of that one and I find it difficult to be there but
4: Hive's a little dead right now because Hive is dead <laughs> 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 hopefully
1: it'll come back <laughs> yes yeah, so waiting for that to Insta. to be yeah. resuscitated but the Talking Comics podcast uh, Instagram feed is alive and well you can reach us there you can comment there you could ask us anything there uh, Aaron is running the show over there and doing a fantastic job thank you very much Aaron and uh You're welcome we hope to bring you more great things in the new year. Bob, uh, where can our listeners find you?
2: I think I'm going to try Truth Social. What do you think?
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Another oh. person bites the dust. I love that either. Bob Breyer, talking <laughs> Bob, comic. Bob, you can God come com. to
4: Thursday on Tune. It's where we collect everyone that Steve throws off.
3: This. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you can hear Bob say Pikachu for, for yeah. a, oh.
5: a straight hour. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, where can people find you? I don't know, man. This is getting a little wild over here.
6: Uh, All right. Nobody can find you.
1: Aaron, how about you? AJAM70 on Insta. Uh, John Burkle, you created social media yet? No, you can email me at
0: johnpatrickburkle at gmail.
1: Okay. That's
0: it. That's it. That's the
1: best I can do right now. Bronwyn, where can people reach out to you?
6: Uh, You can try and find me on anything social at (laughs) shinybabyb. Like, you can try. (laughs) <laughs>
3: john's, john's gonna set up a clubhouse account oh my god yep,
6: yep. <laughs> club penguin yes of
1: <laughs> course how about you
4: uh you can, i'm on everything and to find all of that you can go to linktree.com slash the myth of psyche where you can also find my other podcasts since i won't be on this one ever again
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now you're gone 2023
6: exactly
1: uh and i am at dead underscore anchoress online um that's where you'll find me that's where you can ask me questions do all the things i would like to thank everyone so much for listening uh you are the best audience ever be excellent to each other and until next time on the talking comics podcast to be continued